Hey guys, this is your host, Francisca Weinheimer, and welcome back to the Hikers Anonymous podcast. On this podcast, I help share people's inspirational stories about how hiking, backpacking, and the outdoors changed their lives. If you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Today, I'm talking with Tom, who just six months ago was hiking all over the Oregon Cascades, but is now undergoing treatment for cancer and was bedridden all winter long. To hear more about Tom's story, stay tuned. Hi, Tom. This is Francisco with Hike Oregon. Hey, Francisco. You sound familiar. You know that? (laughs) (laughs) For some strange reason. Yeah. How you doing? Good. How are you? You know, all things considered, I'm doing doing pretty good. So yeah, um, good. Yeah. Well, I want to know what your history is with the outdoors. Did you oh, okay. like grow up enjoying the outdoors with your family, or or uh, did. did you grow up more in the city? Yeah. No, um, I grew up. Uh, I got to say, probably my out- history with the outdoors started when I was about four years old. My dad and my uncle and my mom and everybody decided, um, and my cousin, that, hey, we're going to go camping mm-hmm. at Crater Lake. Oh, and I'm nice. like, okay, well, that's cool. I, at four years old, you have no idea what Crater Lake is, but it's cool. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, we went camping there. And it's funny, the next day, I don't think this happens now, but the next day there was like, Eight or nine bear. We, I don't know what we've been doing all day, but we came back to our camp. And what I love about Crater Lake is it's not that heavy Western Oregon thick foliage where you have 15 foot of visibility. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's more like mm-hmm. where, what you did in this year. Yeah, it's it's uh, a lot of ponderosas and stuff. So long story short, eight or nine bears, a whole bunch of bears just descended. Oh, wow down this hill and I'm watching these things and I'm like, whoa. And some of them were um, kind of a cinnamon brown. I mean, they're not brown bears. They just happened to be black bears that had been, you know, spent time in the sun, I suppose. And then they dispersed all the campgrounds, yeah. including ours, and sort of, you know, ransacked the place. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was my first experience, but uh, I'm 64 about to turn 65. My dad was a World War II Army vet. He loved the outdoors. So he took mm-hmm. me hunting and camping, and all of us. You know, I had three older brothers. I haven't been hunting for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't, you know, I, I, I don't have the interest. I mean, I, I, hunters are necessary. They keep the population at bay, and I don't have a problem with that. It's a lot of work and a lot of money to go hunting. So I hunt with my camera. But uh, so that's what I shoot all the critters with is with uh, video. I love the outdoors. What's not to love, especially here in Oregon? Trees, right? Rivers, right. rocks, mountains, all that stuff. Have so, you lived um, here all your life? I have. I worked for a very large software company for a number of years, mm-hmm. and before that, I worked in computers and electronics. Um, so I had to travel. I traveled back okay. east quite a bit. We're privileged, is what I got to say. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) We have a beautiful state. 
relatively, although it's changing, but we have a relatively low uh, population density mm-hmm. as far as people go. Central Oregon is one of my favorite places. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You yeah. get on the eastern side of the Cascades and the train, the you know, the trees, everything changes. It's just mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. All right. So that's enough of me talking. Why don't you hit me with some <laughs> difficult just hit me with whatever questions you have. I know you're super into hiking and enjoying the outdoors. How did you deal with not being able to enjoy the outdoors anymore and the abrupt lifestyle change that your cancer diagnosis forced upon your life and your um and your wife too? Yeah. Um no, that's a very good question. It was it was to be honest with you, it was forced on me. So mm-hmm. the juncture at which uh I'll just let you in it on kind of how it developed in July and August of last year, mm-hmm. I was great. I was out hiking around, like I said, I was taking people on tours and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. unofficially, you know, just showing them around yeah. our, yeah. Uh, our Great Cascades. I think sometime around October, November, I knew there was a problem. I was having mm-hmm. excruciating hip pain, and by the end of November, it was so bad, I couldn't even keep water down. So that was that was a that was a clue that there was something wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was really it was I it was through a lack of a choice. I didn't I didn't have any choice to deal with it. Once I started to go into treatment, chemo basically, my doctor actually I don't want to be morbid or anything like that, but he said, Tom, when I saw you in January, you had one foot in the grave. Well, this is why I come to see you. I like to hear this stuff, you know. But he says, but you're doing much better now. He was very, very optimistic that he would have me back in the woods, not only in the woods, but hiking Mm -hmm. by this summer. Amazing. And Yeah, so I'm not there yet. I'm definitely not there. But the way I dealt with it was um, I I just binged on YouTube to Mm -hmm. virtually get myself. uh, I needed to get my mind off of what was going on. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, there's three channels that I've watched, and the reason I watched them, and to me, they're one isn't better than the other. But I'll, I'll give you a different. hint. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was this gal that lives here in Oregon, <laughs> and she she does hiking videos. Um, and it's you, of course, that does hike Oregon. Oh, you do gear, gear reviews, which to me are okay. But what I like is when you are out. Uh, in the backcountry, and you're filming. You film vistas. You film critters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I call them critters. Mm-hmm. Bugs, salamanders, frogs, uh, flowers, all the kind of stuff mm-hmm. that virtually takes me into that area. It's, I'm all there, but except for the sounds, right? the sounds are there, mm-hmm. except for the smell. I'll, I'll say a couple things, okay? So I'm going to pump your channel a little bit here, okay? Mm-hmm. The thoroughness with which you treat every single hike that you go on, you elevation gain, mileage, how accurate the mileage is compared to what the published information mm-hmm. is, and all that kind of stuff, as well as the video and, and all that stuff. I'm like, I'll just come out and say it. Uh, I subscribed to all trails for a while. I'm not saying anything mm-hmm. bad against all trails. <laughs> but you were you were doing 
everything and then some that all trails, in my opinion, was steering. Mm-hmm. And it was free. So, unfortunately, I'm not your biggest Patreon supporter, but I'm a Patreon supporter. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. <laughs> the, the stuff that you do, and a lot of the hikes that I would go on, uh, we would research hikeoregon.net, mm-hmm. and we would look at your videos first to get an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm 64 years old. I want to do a little, little bit of research. How, how bad is this thing going to kick me when I get out there? HikeOregon.net and your YouTube channel is a great resource for hiking and just seeing what you're up against and, and finding a place. Hey, where do I want to go? Mm-hmm. We did a lot of right. that. Another one that I really like is a gentleman named Bill Stoker. And it's it's a different vibe, but he's an mm-hmm. ex-Marine and he does a lot of videos on land navigation. That's how I ran into his channel, mm-hmm. Stokermatic. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Um, you know, he's he's active duty in the Army. He was, I think yeah. he was 16 years in the Marine Corps. And he's a great guy. I've talked to him. He's just a real nice guy. So anyway, there's a lot of land nav on his channel. And then another one. One isn't better than the other. To me, they're all equal. It is uh, a place, it's a guy named Luke. And mm-hmm. it's called the Outdoor Gear Review. And that's all he does. He reviews, uh, is this tent garbage or is it worth the money? Or is this right, sleeping right. bag garbage? You know, that's what, and you do the same thing. Yeah. So those three sites are probably the primary ones that I would, mm-hmm. when I was really bedridden, I would just kind of binge on those three channels. A lot of them I'd watch the videos three or four times because they haven't put out a new one yet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've done a hiking video. <laughs> I mean, I well, do the weather's... Patreon, but, but the, yeah, the weather is yeah, you do. kind of awful. <laughs> One of your favorite videos, I think it's six years ago. I think you were hiking Broken Top. Oh, yeah, where I saw the cougar? Yeah, you go off trail yeah. to take care of business. And I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> this deer goes whipping past you. And then why the cougar didn't go, hey, She's a lot easier to catch than that deer. Yeah, she's right there. <laughs> right. I was like... That was a trip. <laughs> oh, my good. Tell me a little bit about that. So the cat just went whipping by, and he didn't even know you were so there? It was, well, it was across a small, like, I guess, gully. So, like, I was on a small ridge, and then across this gully, I saw the deer running. And then I saw the cougar running. So it wasn't, like, super close. And because the cougar was preoccupied, he probably had no idea I was even across the across the way. <laughs> but it freaked but, me out, for sure. <laughs> well, the fact that you're sitting there watching this cougar is, that's one cougar too many in my book. One cougar too yeah. close. Yeah, I was I was freaked out. I was glad that the trail was, very, you know, it's a popular hike. So when I got back to the trail, I was glad that there was like 10 other people in my vicinity. <laughs> right? Eggs. Yeah. Because um, had it been, you know, a trail that's not well-traveled, I would have been freaked out for the next, I don't know how many miles. I would have probably just run back to my car. <laughs> I've never seen a mountain. I have seen scat. I've seen fresh paw prints. Just tons of them in the Cascade, but I've never seen, I've seen bobcats, but I've never seen a mountain lion. 
in the wild. Um, since we were talking about hikes and stuff, I want to know what is um, going to be one of the first hikes that you go on when you are able to get back out there. Oh, okay. Uh, I already have it planned, and it's okay. an area that you and I talked about that shall okay. remain nameless. Absolutely. Um, we can just say it's in the McKenzie area. It's in the McKenzie area, and it's in the Cascades. I, I love it because you, when you crest uh, certain ridges, mm-hmm. you take a look, and you're like, oh, would you look at that? There's mm-hmm. the sisters, or there's Broken yeah. Top, and they got snow on them, you know, depending on what time of year you go. So, yeah, yeah that's... Awesome. That's yeah. the first one. Okay. Are you going to go backpacking or just out there for a day hike? Probably a day hike. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'll be 65 by the time that rolls yeah. around, and I'll be post-stage 4 cancer, so more than likely car camping. But nonetheless, by the way, my buddy and I went up there mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and I saw you up there. I said, like, hey, I know that lady. I, I didn't what? hire anything. Yeah. Huh. You were, it was up, uh, well, I'll just say you were at Scott Lake. It was, it was kind of funny because Scott Lake was frozen over so we could throw rocks on the lake and they go boing, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) across the lake. And um, because I've seen you once before, I saw you in a parking lot at Fred Bar years ago. Said hi. Oh my gosh. Yep. Do you remember, I remember that? that? I do. You got to be kidding! Wow, that was a while You're ago. You're the only one that's ever seen me in a grocery store. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Usually, people just recognize me like on the trail because they recognize my gear. Okay. It's, like when you're watching someone on YouTube and then you see them out of place, it's kind of hard to be like, "How do I know this person?" Right? But if you see them on trail, you're like, "Okay, that's the gear they have. This must be that person." But, yeah, so to see me at a grocery store (laughs) was hilarious. (laughs) So how has the outdoors helped shape you into the person you are today? Oh, okay. Well, that's actually a good question. Um, (laughs) It it would be harder to see how has it not shaped the person. I've always been passionate about the outdoors. If I wasn't hiking and camping, uh, another one of my passions is I love um, sailing. So I like oh. I, I love getting out on the I like getting out on the big pond on the ocean. Yeah, you got to be careful because you're on the business end of if the, if the Pacific marine system changes its mind, you yeah. you don't have a lot of options to hide. But lakes yep. and stuff like that. So yeah, so that's a long-winded way of saying I love sailing. I love being uh, sailboats are great because they're quiet. Yeah, you can sneak up on stuff without realizing it, you know, birds and things mm-hmm. like that. And how's it shaped me is um, it, it's just my, you know, I just love the outdoors. I just love, the, I have a real passion for it. You, you get me where the trees and the mountains, like I said, and the rocks and the streams and stuff like that, especially here in Oregon. I just love it. it how can you mm-hmm. not, right? Right, I mean, right, it's, yeah. It's great. It almost sounds like it's, like intrinsically like a part of you you know it hasn't necessarily shaped you but it's it's just a part of you i would have to agree yeah and so Mm -hmm. when when i was diagnosed with cancer it was 
where did I go? I went straight to YouTube and I mm-hmm. like just binging on because I couldn't even, you know, honestly, my wife, if I wanted to get across the room or something, she would have to almost carry me. So it's like, mm-hmm. ah, this bites, you know, this is no good. Uh, right. In my own house, you know. So yeah. So I just lived for hours at a time uh, vicariously. Frankly, it again, I think I've said this earlier, but it, it was an objective. It gave me a goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gave me something to focus on. And so, and listen, here's the deal. How many subscribers do you have? You're 21,000, something like that. And you can mm-hmm. easily quadruple the number of viewers, right? Because people <laughs> view, but they don't always subscribe. So totally, yeah. Statistically speaking, do you have viewers that have situations as bad or worse than mine? I would say definitely. This isn't me. Um, you know, I'm not looking for sympathy or, or moaning and groaning about my situation. I, I guess I would like to be an encouragement to anybody out there who is. It doesn't have to be cancer. You can be suffering from a lot of different. Let's let's face it. Life will deal you <laughs> things, okay? They're not good. They're not pleasant. I'm just one guy who is dealing with one thing. Who I'm optimistic that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, I would encourage everybody who is dealing with something to focus on something that you enjoy to get your mind off of it. You've got to do that. Mm-hmm. You really do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say don't focus on your woes because they're, they're a reality. But right. um, try to find something that is a pleasant diversion and a pleasant distraction. And frankly, uh, the three channels, yours included, for me, were huge. They were absolutely huge in that. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's, that's kind of that's uh, awesome. a low. Yeah, a little, a little encouragement I would offer your your viewers. Which is funny because that's one of the questions. So <laughs> you already answered. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> well, I guess one of my last questions, I guess, would be, uh, what are some lessons that you've learned personally through being in the outdoors and hiking and backpacking? That's a good one. It has nothing to do with uh, my situation. 2020. Uh, I was up in that area that you and I were talking about, mm-hmm. and a buddy of mine called me and said, come on, man, let's go up there, and uh, he was also uh, ex-Special Forces, so he goes, come on, man, let's, let's, let's go up there. All right, cool. So we, we go up, and we're checking out an area, and frankly, if you look at the contour lines on the map, I'm like, oh, those contour lines are like right next to each other. It's a cliff. Like mm-hmm. 1,500, 1,600-foot cliff. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go check it out. Yeah, let's do that. So we park, and we get about three-quarters of the way up there, and then there's all these trees that are just deadfall that the Forest Service, it's like, why? You know, they haven't bothered to clear the road or anything. They don't have any mm-hmm. reason to. So we just park our trucks, and, and now we're off trail. And we're hiking. Mm-hmm. And some of the deadfall in the forest is old growth trees, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, old growth dug fir that are like, they're huge. He hops over, doesn't hop, but he climbs over one. <laughs> I hopped over it. I hopped, on, hopped over and landed on my back. Oh, no. And, and I was like, oh. 
and my pride was like, you know, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to get out of this myself. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? That didn't work. So finally oh, I'm gosh. yelling, all right, hey, you know, and it's like he comes <laughs> over there and he's like, you know, actually uh, what you should do is sit on the log, bring your legs over it, and then just slide off. Yeah. I'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson on – because a lot of the hiking that I've done is on trails, right? Yeah, this right, is off right. trail. And yeah. uh, it's like, okay, quit talking and get me out of here, would you? <laughs> oh my, my back was killing me. So that was a nice little lesson I learned about uh, don't jump over logs, especially old growth mm-hmm. logs. So your wife enjoys hiking too, right? Yeah. She actually grew yeah. up in the McKenzie area. So as a girl, she used to go hiking and you know, just diving into gunk holes and creeks, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, she's a country girl. Yeah. Awesome. So how did the lifestyle change, I guess, recently um, affect her? Uh, yeah, well, it had a huge impact on her because now, and this is the part that it was just, I'll say kind of, I don't know if humiliating is the right word, but it's it's uh, it's a definite change. Mm-hmm. is she's taking care of her husband for everything. And her mm-hmm. husband doesn't like being uh, helpless at all. Right. It, it, yeah, it had a huge impact on her. Here's an example. She goes, well, we got to mow the front lawn. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to let you go out there and mow the lawn. I'm going to do it, okay? Mm-hmm. You can walk next to me and make sure I don't fall down. But uh, that was something I really, because I've already been in an ambulance twice. So here's the deal. You get on chemo, it wipes out, mm-hmm. potentially will wipe out your white blood count. And this is two, three weeks ago. I got up, walked in the hallway, and bam, I was I was down. I wasn't unconscious, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get back up. So right. things like that are, um, mm-hmm. no pun intended, but those are impactful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So how is she dealing with not being able to get outdoors as much? Fortunately, uh, this kind of really started in with the onset of winter. And so um, we haven't done a whole lot of uh, – basically, we're kind of fair-weather campers and hikers. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't so, be out doing stuff every week anyway. I would. I, I think I do mm-hmm. probably quite a bit more so than, than my mm-hmm. wife. I like to hike Spencer's Butte. Two, three years ago, that same buddy of mine that was like, yeah, don't don't jump over a log, calls me up one day, and he goes, hey. He goes, uh, every year, I always, I always go camping when the first snow hits. Mm-hmm. So um, we went down to, I don't know if you know where, Tippinogus Lake is or Sawtooth mm-hmm. Mountain? Yeah, it's one of my favorite areas. Okay. And do you know where Connie Lake is? No, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, Connie Lake is just, it's its a pond. It's not a lake. It's, okay. It's yeah. called a lake, but it, it's a pond. High, High Mountain Cascade Lake. So he goes, come on, man, we're going to go there. It takes for, it's, it's deep, deep, deep into the Cascades. So we go camping there. And when I get up in the morning, 
the thermometer inside my truck, so I have no idea what it was outside, was negative 10 <laughs> degrees. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, let me tell you, <laughs> that's chilly. Wow. Now, we, we had a TP tent, uh, kind of a military-type tent, and it had a um, titanium stove in it, okay? Mm-hmm. But he goes, when that stove, when the wood burns out, you'll know it in five minutes. <laughs> like one in the morning, you're like, oh, man, it's cold. And we got a whole stack of these little sticks that are cut to the right length. And so I'm like, oh, man. And there's no ground on the tent, right? There's Right. It's just you and the dirt, and six inches from my nose is a bunch of frozen icy snow <laughs> right there. <laughs> so oh. I'm, I'm re- oh, crap, man, I'm tired. I'm reaching over, and I'm grabbing some of the sticks. Now, where's that handle on the stove? So I'm using the Braille system. Uh-huh. Ooh, that was not a good idea. I think I'm still missing some fingertips. Oh, oh gosh. So, but it was a memorable for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. A memorable camping yeah. experience. Got to do it at least once yeah, in a lifetime. Yeah, at least once. Do some snow camping. I have yet. I have yet to do it. Uh, well, Tom, it was so wonderful talking with you. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I'm yeah. glad we got to do it. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I you got me going. And I think I, I think I jaw flapped a little bit too much, but um, oh no, I love it! I love it. <laughs> cool. I'll awesome. I'll do some editing, but yeah, most of it I'll keep in. Well, um, yeah, I know. Obviously, I want to keep my I want to be anonymous. You know, nobody really needs to know who I am. Yeah, can I say if, if that's Tom? okay? Like, is, is oh yeah, okay Tom. To... Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's yep. kind of a common name. So. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, I generally most of the uh, people on the podcast have just been, you know, their first name. And I don't really think it matters, you know, like people aren't listening for like, you know, who is who this is person? That? I want to follow this person. It's more to hear their story and get inspired and whatever. So, Well, I got to tell yeah. you, when I was in the hospital, I shared your, the whole thing with uh, Hike Oregon with mm-hmm. a lot of the the doctors and the uh, healthcare workers there. And to a T, they think, A, Hike Oregon is awesome. So hopefully you'll pick mm-hmm. up some new viewers, maybe subscribers. But I said, look, this lady has got, I get the feeling she has a heart for helping people. That's kind of what I picked up from your new podcast. So uh, they yeah. just love that. You got some fans out there. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, good. Yeah, the podcast has been great because it's obviously Hike Oregon has been very like I'm kind of the face behind it and whatever, and the podcast is not revolving around me at all, really. I just get to interview the amazing people, so I've been enjoying that, just kind of helping people share their stories, you know. Well, listen, I'll let you get back to doing what you're doing. Uh, I think this went longer than I thought it was, but um, (laughs) thank you. It was fun talking to you. Yes, it was wonderful. You have a wonderful afternoon. Likewise. Take care. Bye-bye.
Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and happy trails.